You're listening to... No, that's not real. You're listening to The Heidi Rue Show. Yeah, that's better. Inspiring. Entertaining. Real. The Heidi Rue Show. Welcome to part two of Annette Joseph. If you missed part one, you got to go back and listen up because Annette Joseph talks about some great tips on how to be a successful business owner, especially creatives. And she gives us the hall passes or she tells us the hall passes that creative people give themselves that really causes them to not be successful. So check that out in part one. Well, you are the perfect person to ask this and the perfect person to have on the podcast right around the holiday season because you have the best tips. And let me just give you um, a great review, too, for your book, Picture Perfect Parties. It is wonderful. I mean, not only are the pictures absolutely gorgeous, but she's got so many great recipes in there, great tips. Um, It was one of the first books that I party books that I actually got was yours. Um, And then I was so excited to, you know, be able to take your styling class. So what would be your, I'm just going to go through a couple of different tips to help us through the holidays. So one of the things that I think a lot of people think about uh, during the holidays is we've got a lot of host or hostess gifts Mm -hmm. to give with all the parties and stuff. And of course, we're so busy. Ah, And then it's like, oh, shoot, I got to bring a hostess or hostess gift. So what would you recommend? What what are some tips for those? Well, I mean, I I always say to plan in advance. So if you're one of those people that goes, oh, gosh, I have to bring something, you know, and you have to think of something really quickly. I mean, I think, you know, well, you gave me this beautiful amaryllis. That's always a lovely gift mm-hmm. and easy to find. Um, I think walking in with, a, you know, a nice plant like that is is great. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, you can bring a bottle of wine because people will always drink it or mm-hmm. a bottle of champagne because it's the holidays. Um, I always like giving a candle. That's yeah. always something really nice. Um, I also am a big fan of giving, like, um, cocktail napkins to people, things that people would oh, normally, like, yeah. buy themselves. Right. Um, but what I do is, like, this is the perfect time of year to talk about this, is um, – a lot of sales are going to be coming up in January, mm-hmm. and that's when I load up. Oh, so I okay. go to, like, Anthropology. Yes. And, uh-huh. you know, they have that really big table. Now I've given oh. away my secret because everybody's going to know, know that I now you know, everybody's gonna... go and yeah. get. But I literally, <laughs> they have such great stuff. Yes. And I just pick up all the cool, groovy stuff that I love, and mm-hmm. I'll maybe get 10 things. And I have a gift closet, and I put them in there. And I always so and same with wrapping paper, all that. I say buy it on sale and put it away for next year. And then you're not running around like a crazy person trying to find stuff. And it sort of feeds you all year. And these are all lovely things. You know, go to your favorite store and and load up on on things that are well priced and lovely and beautiful. But I you know, I've like little cocktail plates are fun, Mm -hmm. like a set of four of those. Um, there's all sorts of really cute things that are out there now uh, mm-hmm. for people to buy. So clever little, you know, even bringing a game sometimes yeah. is a fun idea. Yeah. You know, like something that all of you like, a sh- you know, charades cards or they've got all sorts of games, you know, that are just cards and really sure. easy to wrap up and bring with yeah. you. Yeah. But, That's you know, a great idea. be a little clever. Think yeah. outside the box a little bit. I love it. Yeah. I have to say a quick quick story about the plant. So I brought um, Annette, a thank you gift to Amaryllis. My favorite. Um, for, uh, for coming on the podcast today. And I do love bringing like little plants, um, you I know, for a great hostess idea. gift. Well, <laughs> except for my mother-in-law, <laughs> they just moved into a new house um, and I brought her a little rose, like a little mini rose bush right. uh, for their new house. And I was really excited. They lived up in, Ch- they live up in Chattanooga. So we, my husband and I drove all the way up there or whatever with this rose. He saw it. 
We get out to the car. I hand it to her. She goes, oh, honey, I'm allergic to roses. And I turned around to my husband. I'm like, dude. You saw the rose bush. You saw it in the car. In no time were you like, hey, honey, um, maybe not the best gift idea. Uh, so he, now I have a rose. Was he clued in that it was a rose, though? Yes. Oh, my I'm gosh. like, dude. Well, help help a girl out. Well, you'll here. have something to hold against him. Now. I, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Which yeah. is why I'm telling this story again on the podcast. <laughs> well, sometimes, my husband would just be clue, like clueless, mm-hmm. like that I even have something in the car for right. my mother-in-law. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, you're going to a party. This mm-hmm. is and, – and I have a lot of recipes that I love, um, you know, and I love entertaining and all that stuff. But I will say that I always – get a little stressed out about what to bring when uh, for a party or something when they say, oh, bring like a little light bite. Oh, God. Or this something. is my least favorite <sighs> question, and I'll tell you why. Tell me. So if you read my book, yes. you know that I hate potluck. Yes. I really hate potluck. Yes, yes. And I really think, I mean, I believe this firmly. I really feel like the holidays especially are extremely stressful mm-hmm. for people anyway. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm like still like I'm getting gifts and I'm right. figuring out what to get for who. And, you know, I just have to wrap stuff. And then I have my kids who are grown now, but expect me to wrap their gifts for them. <laughs> Hello. I mean, Seriously? Oh, Annette? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My son texted <laughs> me this morning saying I have a bunch of things arriving. Please wrap them for me. And then my daughter shows up for Thanksgiving with all of her stuff. And she's like, oh, I'm going to wrap gifts on Saturday. It'll be so nice and relaxing. No, who's wrapping gifts? I'm wrapping gifts. Oh, my god. She's gosh. like, what about this? Did you not understand that you're wrapping the gifts, Mom? We do this every year. I'm like, do we? <laughs> Wait, do what? we do this every year? <laughs> right. <laughs> so somehow she conned me into wrapping all of her gifts. And, you know, you, when you have grown kids, you never say no because right. you, you, they'll stop visiting you. Sure. So you're right. like, yeah, sure. I'll sure. do it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I spent the weekend That's wrapping hilarious. gifts, and I'll be wrapping more. Yeah. So it's very stressful. Mm-hmm. I think... Asking your friends to dress up, mm-hmm. get in the car mm-hmm. with some slurpy item right. that they've prepared right. that's going to be, like, cool by the time it gets to you. Yep. And then they're trying to find a place in the oven for it because it doesn't taste as good at room temperature or whatever. <gasps> yes. I think it's it's cruel. It's cruel yeah. and unusual punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. I think it's really mean. Yeah. Um, so I don't— Sorry for the phone call, by the way, uh, everyone that's listening. It's my we are da- in the studio. Daughter calling. Yeah. She's like, uh, Mom, there's a few more presents that I forgot that won't yeah, be wrapped. It's, yeah, exactly. She sent me more gifts. I just think that it's really a mean thing to do. Now, I under I understand a lot of people don't feel the way that I mm-hmm. do, and they will ask you to bring something. Yeah. Um, so what I advise you to do is bring something very simple, mm-hmm. bring something that's great at room temperature, mm-hmm. and bring something that's not casserole and slurpy that won't yes. get all over your outfit. Yes, I love and that. And I always, I mean, I hate to say this, but when people tell me to bring something, yeah. I usually tell them I'm not going to. Right. But I would love to bring, like, a bottle of champagne. Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. Or I do. I get out of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I can't get out of it, this sounds terrible to say, I won't go to the party. Yeah. Because that's how strongly I believe in this. Yeah. I feel like if you come to my house, yep. like Heidi, I say, come yep. to my house with your hubby. Yeah. Let's have dinner. You should be, you know, it's a Friday night right. or a Saturday night. You've done a million things around the house. You should be able to like get in the bath, get dressed, put your makeup on, get in the car and come and have a delightful evening. Right. A signature cocktail, some hors d'oeuvres, a lovely dinner, some fun dessert, some fun people that you're mm-hmm. meeting. 
And you should go home. And what you should do is when you get in the car, you should go, that was really nice. Yeah. And I think potlucks make it. It just makes it more stressful. It yeah. really does. And I yeah. get it. If you can't afford to have a party, there are mm. ways to craft your menu. Right. That it is affordable. Yep. And that you can do it and that everybody will be very, very happy oh, yeah. with the food. It is not about the food anyway. Right, right. It's really about getting people together. Yeah. And I'm, I'm much more about that. So I don't, my only tip would be to just make it room temperature. Mm-hmm. But I would say get out of it. Yeah. You know, just say, can I bring something else? Like, mm-hmm. I'll bring you a bottle of bourbon. Right. You know? Well, and I agree with you because I also feel like as a hostess, like that's what I, I mean, if I'm inviting somebody over to my house, I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to just enjoy the time and I don't want them to have to worry about that. And also just side note too, listen, if I'm hosting something, I already have it planned out, what kind of dishes I'm going to use, the layout. And so then when people bring stuff, I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't really look as good as I am. You know, you don't have any control over the dish that they put it on. I know that's very picky, but no, um, I think I think you want that, it to that look nice. well. Also, you have your menu planned, and right. you, have, you sort of know what your components are. I have a funny story about potluck. So I have these two really good friends. They're married, two guys, and we've been friends forever. Uh-huh. And they're very, very, very cute, and they know me very, very, very well. Right. And I was having a big dinner party, and I invited one of their friends, who I'm friends with as well. Sure. And I said, you know, why don't you just go ahead and bring him along, and it's going to be eight of us, and um, we'll see you on Saturday night at 730 or whatever. So their friend shows up at their house because they're Mm -hmm. all going to ride to my house together. And he shows up at the door, and he has a salad. And he has, like, salad and, like, a dressing on the side. Uh And so he walks in their house, and he goes – or my friend goes, who is that for? And he says, well, I, you know, I thought I would bring something along to Annette's house. Yeah. And, of course, you know, they're kind of bitchy gay guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of yeah, thought yeah. this was awesome. And they kind of looked at each other. And they're like, should we tell him? <laughs> nah, we're not going to tell him. How she feels about potluck? It's okay. So uh, they said, okay. So they get in the car with him. And oh, my gosh. It was a very funny moment because when I opened the door to say hello, which I, by the way, always suggest that you greet your guests at the door. Mm-hmm. Um Big tip. Mm-hmm. I mean, and because people need direction. I yep. mean, let's face it. I need direction right. when I go to someone's house. So I opened the door, and they do. It was it was kind of like they were in like third grade or something. Sure. They kind of shoved him forward <laughs> with this little bowl, and they kind of stood behind him, yeah. kind of snickering. And I looked at him, and I looked at them. And I could tell that they, you know, they had already laughed about this. I thought right. this was hilarious, and they kind of shoved him forward. I'm like, hi. And he's like, hi. I said, come on in. I said, what have you got there? He goes, my special salad. I go, oh, your special (laughs) salad. Okay. Well, we'll have to see what's so special about it. So it was very funny. He came in and he had to prepare it. Of course, I didn't make him feel uncomfortable. But when we were leaving, I gave him his wash bowl. And I said, you know, thank you so much for bringing this. And please never, ever, ever bring a dish to my house again. <laughs> and, of course, we all laughed about it. And I think, awesome. I think they filled him in in the car about yeah. my potluck theory. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was – it was hilarious. We still talk about yes. it to this day. Yes. But when he comes over, they always say to him, are you going to bring a salad? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, do you have any other tips for if you're hosting a dinner party? Like you said, meet the guest at the door. I have a ton of – I have a ton of tips. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's – I'm all about those. Just give us a tease and then we'll say, hey, read your book, oh, Picture okay. Perfect Parties. <laughs> well, I do feel like if you can't greet people at the door, then, mm-hmm. you know, your significant other, a friend, your uncle, your sister, whoever, right. assign them to greet people at the door. Mm-hmm. I hate walking into a party, especially if you don't know people and it's a big party. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and not sort of knowing where to go. So it's nice to sort of have someone keep their eye on the door. Hi, how are you? Can I take your coat? We're putting coats in the guest bedroom. It's over here. Mm -hmm. Um, How about let's go over to the bar and get a drink? What do you drink? You know, and I think to make people feel comfortable. I think one of the other most important things is if you're doing a smaller dinner party, I like to curate my guests. Hmm. It's really important to figure out who you want to invite. And I like to invite people that know each other and people that don't know each other but might have something Mm. in common. Mm -hmm. So I always say this. I always say think of the Bridget Jones Diaries Uh when you introduce people. You know, there's a funny scene scene in Bridget Jones where Mm -hmm. they're like, this is so-and-so, my coworker, and da-da-da-da. And then they say something, like, not nice about them, but that's the movie. (laughs) But what I do is I literally introduce people with their commonality. In other Mm. words, I'll say, "Um, Bill, I'd like you to meet Sam. He's a cyclist as well, you know, so they know that they bicycle. Yes. And inevitably, you sit those people sort of next to each other, and they end up talking about cycling. But by the end of the evening, they're talking about, like, vacations they've taken. And, right. You know, they've sort of made a new friend. It just leads to So I think that's another. really important. It makes it a lot more interesting than mm-hmm. having the same old people over and over and over right. again. And that doesn't mean you can't have the same old people over and over and over again. But don't invite them all together. Yeah. You know, have other people that you might want to get to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a big proponent of inviting people that you don't know very well, that you feel like... You know, like I would invite you with your husband. Right, right, you know, right. and you could come meet some of my friends. I'll come and... anytime. Annette. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> but curating your your guest list is really really right. important. I I always think um, signature cocktails are great, especially mm-hmm. the holiday season. If you have a big party, do something in a pitcher. Mm-hmm. I did an amazing one for my workshop for my welcome um, dinner. I was so excited. I infused bourbon with uh, fig. And then I made a rosemary simple syrup. And then I just with a little dash of lemon juice. Yeah. And it was absolutely a fantastic winter drink. That sounds amazing. And I put it in like these pretty bottles, you know, you can get from Ikea and people could serve themselves. And wrote on a little chalkboard like what everything was or on a piece of paper or whatever. And it's a good conversation starter Mm -hmm. because they're like, what's in this? Do you know what's in this? Oh, yeah, here's what it says. And it gets people that don't know each other to start talking about, oh, I I really love bourbon or I went to a bourbon tasting. So that's sort of what happens. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. I'm going to have to tell my husband about that because he loves bourbon. It's really good. So you have to infuse it for about a week. Okay. Oh, wow. And if you use dried figs, Mm -hmm. which is what you can get now, cut them in half. And you do about two cups to a bottle of bourbon. Okay. And then just you just kind of... Put it away for a week, yeah. let it just hang out, and then you strain it, and then you make this drink. If you that want, I'll email great. you the recipe. It's okay. Great. Thank you so much. That's awesome. So you said that you curate your guests. So does that kind of help with the dinner party conversation, or yes. do you have any like dinner party like questions that you ask or anything like that? I, you know, I feel like those are super forced. I think yeah. it's a lot easier. I think the only time I do something like that where I will interject into the conversation mm-hmm. is if it's getting heated or political. Right. And in this day and age... When you sit down with people, that is off the table for me. I don't let anybody talk about what's going on out there in Washington, D.C. Right. Because everybody's got a different opinion, and it really is not relevant to having a nice dinner party. No. Yeah, absolutely. So then I will intervene, and I will will say something really crazy usually. Right. That'll get everybody laughing. But I think what what that does when you curate your guests is it – there's a lot more conversation going on Mm -hmm. because they don't know each other that well. Right, right. I love it. That's great. 
Okay, well, I'm going to ask you a dinner party <laughs> question, though. Okay. Um, so this is BDG. We've kind of played it with some other of the guests. So it's a brag, desire, and a gratitude. Okay. And you just share one. I like it because it you get to actually ask people and give them permission to brag on themselves. Uh-huh. And I really love that because I, I want to hear, you know, about so you people. do this at a dinner party? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. And I, I've honestly played it more with family. Uh-huh. And that's actually worked really good because I think for some reason, especially with my in-laws, it's it tends to remain pretty surface, right. the conversation. And for some reason, this ends up just getting it deeper. I think it's a great idea. It's kind of like that whatever that other game is where who would you marry? Who would you yeah, yeah. kill? Who would you, you – know. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. So what would be your brag? Oh, my brag has to be my kids. Mm. I think I've raised really super kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're great looking, too, (laughs) from the social media pictures. They're so beautiful. They're cute, and they're smart, and they're good people. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, I'm extremely proud of. She's um, an assistant district attorney. Wow. And she takes her job extremely seriously. And um, she is just um, so thoughtful about how she prosecutes and you know, she's thoughtful about how she changes lives, and mm-hmm. she's really um, – she's in the middle of everything, and she's very um, – you know, she's very humble, and um, she's very smart about how she approaches her job, mm-hmm. which I, I really – I think that I'm totally responsible for that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then my That's son's great. completely opposite. He is uh, – I mean, not that he's not a good person, but he's a great guy. He's um, – but he's very artistic and mm-hmm. – um, he is got lots of energy, and um, he's more like me. My daughter's more like my husband. Mm-hmm. But I'm very proud of both of them. They're both they're you know he's killing it. He's got a new job, and he's just they're both very serious, and they're good people. That's awesome. And I think that you know at the end of everything in life, right. if you put two good people on the planet, the other stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah. And I really do believe that. So I yeah. am very proud of them. And you know I feel like I did an okay job. <laughs> I'm sure they would have different opinions. They think that I'm like Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development, which is sort of our favorite, our family favorite show. That show, that's great. Yeah, I I, I will say I did have a paradigm shift when I saw them talking about me on social media, you know, and I was like, oh wow, they talk about me just like my sister and I talked about my mother. Well, obviously, they think you have some really good rapping skills. <laughs> they so do. They do. There's it's that. It's what I do is what my daughter says. It's yeah. what you do, Mom. It's what you do. And then what about a desire? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I I think I just desire for my children to be happy. You know, mm. I really do. I, I, I don't really desire anything, to yeah. be perfectly honest with you. I feel like you sort of make your own path. And right. And you make your own happiness, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't. I don't really. What do I desire? I don't know. I mean, maybe another Fiat Cinquecento, a new one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have an old one in Italy, so if I want a newer one. That would be what I would desire. But that's about it. I love it. And what about a gratitude? Um, well, I'm obviously very grateful for this life. Mm-hmm. You know, I am. I'm grateful for my husband being a very understanding human mm-hmm. being because I'm. Not that easy to live with because I'm cuckoo. I say, oh, let's go buy a 12th century fortress and right. renovate it overseas. But, um, yeah, I'm just grateful for my family. I really mm-hmm. am. And I know that sounds like very – but it's it really yeah. is that simple for me. Yeah. I really am a nice Jewish mother mm-hmm. at the core of mm-hmm. my being. So Yeah. 
Well, I can see that oh, for sure. So that's sort of, yeah. Well, great. Well, Nat, thank you so much for joining us today. This I mean, so this fun. is so. I mean, you're you're just um, wonderful to be around. You are so fun, and I know you say you're crazy, but like, if that's crazy, it's just the best kind of crazy. Well, good crazy and bad so. crazy, right? So let's hope we're good crazy always. It's yeah. great. Now, if people want to follow along, if they want to find out about when your book is coming out, and or two books are coming out, mm-hmm. um, then how can they follow along with you? Well, the easiest way to follow me, everything. Like, you'll see me. I'm sitting in my car saying I'm going in for a podcast today. <laughs> so you all my stories, on my IG stories, you'll see a picture of me and Heidi. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I um, Instagram is the best. Okay. And I've got Annette Joseph style, really mm-hmm. easy. And you can see everything. I post everything about the fortress, everything about our renovations, everything about the workshops, um, so Instagram is probably the best place to follow me. Okay, great. Awesome. And she has a wonderful blog, too, that she gives great uh, recipes and tips and all Well, yeah, if you go stuff. to my site, you'll get recipes, you'll get updates, updates mm-hmm. about workshops, updates about a renovation, updates about yeah. jobs or There's so styling. much on there. It's great. It's a yeah. great site. So. It's fun. Well, thank you again, Annette. Thanks. We really appreciate it. I'm so glad you came to my workshop. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) All right. Thank you for joining us on the Heidi Roo Show. And be sure to join us next week. I've got another great business owner that um, just opened up a new shop here in Atlanta. And it is going so well. So we'll hear all about her next week. As a Georgia peach, she loves pleasing people. So she wants to know how she can improve the show. So let her know either on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Heidi Roo. Also be kind because she's my wife. And if she has a bad day, then I'm really going to hear about it. 